0: Welcome to this week's episode of Toys on Tap. We are the most stoked to bring back Dimension X Toys for the third time to talk all things about the upcoming giveaway and some rounds that are happening with Making a Mutant. This is a collaboration effort from artists all over the world with 33 different digital sculptors. Like, subscribe, wherever you get podcasts, comment, rate, review, all the good stuff. If you want to jump on and support the show, you can jump on our Patreon and do a monthly subscription at patreon.com slash Toys on Tap. Now let's get to this episode of Toys on Tap. Hey man, can you hear
1: me? Hey,
0: you're back on, man
1: yeah i know it's it's always fun talking with you man (laughs) i guess i just can't you just can't get rid of me (laughs) (laughs) this is round
0: three luckily every time you come on like first it was you as dimension x second it was you as making a mutant so third you're gonna have to let me know what's going on apparently something huge is coming with making a
1: mutant yeah maybe a blend
0: (laughs) So catch me up. What's been going on with dimension X. How's that going for right now?
1: Oh, pretty good. I mean, um, I just had a kid at the uh, February 26th. So I feel like that's kind of like enter me into a new phase where I'm, you know, finding a little bit of free time when I'm not exhausted to do this stuff. You know what I mean? Which is fine. I mean, I, I enjoy, it's obviously great having a kid at all. And I think, uh, it makes you like appreciate anytime you do have to do this stuff now. You know what I mean? Anytime you get to like work on a project for a minute, when the baby's asleep, it's like, it makes you appreciate that time, you know? And I started doing a few tutorials on YouTube for Nomad, which I wanted to show more people in the toy community how to use. Cause in my opinion, it is the easiest of any of the digital stuff to try and try your hand at for the first time. If you just put a, primitive in there just kind of sculpt on it and don't worry about all the other buttons and doodads and all that sort of stuff just start off with just a piece of clay and just the brush tool and like either add or subtract from that and just see how easy it is with the pressure sensitivity of your ipad and your pencil or whatever it's definitely uh intuitive yeah and the way you the way you the way you maneuver yourself through that program is just like an iphone you know you pinch your fingers to zoom in you pinch out to zoom out. You take two fingers to pan. It's That's probably the easiest thing. If you just watch like one or two tutorial videos just to get yourself started, it'll save you a world of headache of trying to just make your way through it. But anyways, I started doing some tutorials for that. I did some basic ones, which honestly, I didn't start in the beginning. There's a lot of great beginning type tutorials out there. But I did do some that kind of show some new tools that I like that the program the developer is like insane. He's like putting out all these releases and this is like a $15 app you pay for once and he's literally been doing update after update and it's like not ZBrush on the iPad yet because I think the iPads are still somewhat limited with RAM and processor speed, but it's getting pretty damn close.
0: Dude, that's so sick. The
1: new functionalities he's adding, I mean, it's just way easier to learn. I mean, I've tried Blender. I've tried some of these other ones. It's just way, way easier to get into if somebody wants to... Just take a stab at getting into 3D for the very first time.
0: So are you still, as a part of that, also doing your giant turts still? You still making those giant beasts? Yes. From Kenner's Star Wars collection, each though
1: separately. program to bring you a special report.
0: This episode is brought to you by Elixir Toys. It's a foobie creator based out of South Florida. Elixir is out there conjuring up toys that are best described as horror meets nature. His toy creations include Fungusting the evil man-eating mushroom, thick gusting the big booty chibi mushroom, and of course the seer, an evil shaman and conjurer of chaos. If you're wondering how often these new things drop New drops come every month, and these drops range from different colorways, different pay apps, different artists collaborating with them, and they are so sick. To get your hands on these pieces and to find out more about Elixir Toys, you can find him on Instagram at Elixir Toys, or you can go to his website at elixirtoys.com. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I actually have a commission for one now. I need to finish. Um, I'm doing a giant toxie for this store in the northeast. I forget what the name of the store is, but they're gonna be on that new show. Um, what's the show on Amazon that that Macelle's doing? Oh a Toy 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 store near, near you. you. Yep. So they're gonna be on that show, and the guy asked me to make it specifically so he could have it in that episode. He wants to show up the giant toxie. So
0: okay.
1: and the only other one I've made before that I gave to Epoxy Crusader, you know you saw yeah. it at decon probably. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be fun to make another one. Wait, wait,
0: wait. You said something that's changed, I think, a little bit. Uh, When we came on, commissions were not a thing, but someone commissioned one.
1: Yeah, yes, that is definitely true. And for the most part, I was resistant for the longest because I was like, I really don't have the time, but yeah. I have gotten to the point now where I occasionally say yes. But most of the time, it's still always no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I've got people that are like, oh, let me know if you ever take commissions. Let me know, let me know. And I was like, guys, I was like, I, I'm trying to make tutorials now. I'm gonna eventually get tutorials that show you how to make your own so I don't get so yeah. many. How do you do this? How do you do this?
0: <laughs> yeah, is it? So the question that is, I mean when someone commissions that is it cost effective for you with time and cuz you've told me the effort that goes into it like it's intense is it cost effective for you to do that as an artist or is it easier just to say um,
1: you do honestly if 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 you it's the same as any toy making it's the same as any toy making you're really not making a whole lot when you factor the amount of time you put into it i did a giant ace duck for a guy that one actually was a commission that i posted and at first he's like well can you make it just articulate just like the original and I was like well I could try you know like and but I said it's going to cost more but then I I talked the guy into just doing just basic peg joints but then I was like you know what? I really want to go above and beyond and I'm going to figure out how to do this and I figured out in you Nomad know, how to do the the dual swivel arm joint for the ace duck and how to do like um the uh you know like the two part torso where you slice everything out where everything's going to swivel yeah, like the classic figures did, and that was honestly a challenge to do. And yet, I did do a few test prints to get like the friction right. And but but that glaze coat I put on my PLA, it really helps just kind of tighten things up. You just add one more coat, and it will make the perfect friction for your mm-hmm. uh, for your uh, figure articulation. And so I did all of that, and that one was like kind of like a guinea pig for for a figure, especially for when I was doing as a commission because. Honestly, I had this this feeling like, oh, is it going to be good enough for this person to just pay me this huge sum of money? That's why I always like the raffles better because raffles, somebody wins, they're they're happy no matter what. They only paid ten dollars and they won yes. this five hundred dollar figure. So yeah, to do a commission, I was I was like really taking my time. I was sanding and everything way more. I was like doing everything like ten times more to the nth degree to try and make it absolutely perfect for this guy, and he loved it. Thank mm. God. <laughs> <laughs> And I actually did the extra finger where he's flipping and giving the bird, you know the, oh, the uh, yeah, middle yeah. finger. I did like the extra articulated magnet hands, which I only did hands magnets because I wanted to easy to swap that out. Mm-hmm. but most I, of the time I really don't do magnets too much, but which is but that crazy. was a fun project and that's honestly only like one of maybe two or three. I did one for I did one for the show Casey Jones Live wire. I did a, a metal head figure, but that was just a sculpt. They did all the printing they they cast it in pewter they made a figure. But other than that I really don't usually take commissions. It's just something where maybe if I feel inspired by what you're doing and I like what you're doing maybe I'll do it.
0: Yeah. Um when this airs or when that taxi is on the show if they tell everyone like oh we get this from dimension X you're going to have an influx of a uh, like of that of commissions.
1: I generally do have quite a few DMs asking me for to make these. So, I honestly, if I wanted to just do commission after commission, it's just the time factor. I don't have it. So, if there was some factory or there was some way to make molds and do injection molding or or, or roto casting or something, maybe it would be a possibility. But it's honestly something that I'm not anywhere near being set up for at this point. So, I really just sort of just say no. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, everybody that asked me for one on occasion i might say yes if it's one that i haven't done or i'm excited by the idea of doing it like i hadn't done Ace Duck, and i was like oh that's a fun one i always liked that one my brother especially loved that figure as a kid so i decided to do it and i mean raffles i think should be the way i continue to do it but i haven't done one in a while so i mean i guess maybe i need to do one or possibly even just a giveaway i'm hopefully going to hit 10 K hopefully soon within like the next month or so. We had a couple of posts that went viral and it it's definitely like skyrocketed my account. Like I went up like thousands of followers in a very short amount of time, which is not normal for Instagram for me anyways. I mean, normally it's like you might get 20 or 30 if somebody shares something of yours a bunch or something. But I mean, it's not like you grow that fast, but I had one reel in particular where I showed like all my giant Ninja Turtles and it's, it's up to like almost, Eighty-five or ninety thousand now. It keeps. It's yeah. like, and that that post specifically is which is good and bad in my mind because one, I don't want to just be known for giant turtles. I like doing sculpting. I like doing like this making a mutant thing. And like, if you get a reel that just makes you known for one thing, and if all these followers want to see more of that, then they're going to be less engaged on the rest of your content. So it's kind of a double-edged sword to have a piece go viral if it's not all that you do. Right. If that makes sense. I mean, I guess it's not negative in a sense you have followers, but your engagement as you continue will be less on posts. Say, I just post making a mutant or something that they're not interested in. Then the engagement goes down. Algorithm kind of fights you with anything else you post.
0: Yeah, man.
1: Which the algorithm's a beast, you know. I mean, but just recently, my friend, uh, more horrific from the sculpting group, making a mutant. He he did. Um, so we kind of cl- teamed teamed up and collabed on the. Casey Jones and carbonite, right? Like the deep dish carbonite pizza. And that post has gone absolutely crazy. Like I've never seen, and that's is his work. I mean, I, I kind of had the idea and gave it to him, but he took it further. He had the idea to like make it a deep dish pizza. And I was like, well, that's brilliant, man. Like, I love it. Like, and I said, I told him you got to have the cheese, like dripping, like it, like it's freezing, you know, like in yeah. a spot. <laughs> and he did all that. And I was like, his work is just brilliant. I mean, he he takes all the extra time with the details, the lighting and the, the render and nomad, which I'm getting better at now too, but he's kind of been my inspiration to like try and learn how to use nomad better. And so this post it's gone crazy. It's a collab post, but it's, it's, it's up there. Like it's, I've never seen a post, a regular post continue to get likes this long after it's been posted. It was posted on May the 4th and we're still getting maybe, I don't know, uh, a couple hundred a week or more you know liking it and i've never because instagram's algorithm it generally lets that stuff just die off like immediately you know what i mean you post you might get 150 you know 50 50 likes whatever and then it just dies yeah this one specifically continued and i i was wondering if it's mainly because it's star wars but i don't i don't know because i told him i said i do ninja turtles so my niche is already kind of tight to that so if i post anything ninja turtles it does well but anything else is like boom just crashes immediately and instagram wants you to be like that they want you to like pick your niche and just stick in it and just don't move yeah but i also wonder like in bootleg toys like how does it treat the algorithm because i mean you got a few hashtags you can use but like it's not like it's a big franchise it's a it's a small niche you know what i mean so like that's why you know you find you find these bootleg toy artists that do like the most amazing work you've ever seen and they might have like a couple thousand followers you know what i mean? Like it's like the it's like algorithm it's like instagram's algorithm has not allowed for these artists to be fully seen you know what i mean that's what i feel i feel like a lot of these artists are so talented and their work's not getting pushed forward as in like someone like me i have like a franchise i'm kind of using to to kind of boost my work
0: right something that i think about a lot is with hashtags you can put hashtags on your thing that's fine i do it um I don't often click on a hashtag and scroll through the images. So I don't, I don't know who does that. I don't know how hashtags like lead people to you. Cause I don't know many people that click on certain hashtags and just scroll through it all.
1: Yeah. There's not many. I do. I love it. I love seeing <laughs> like bootleg toy, like the most current stuff. You can sort it by current. You can sort it by top. You can yeah. sort it by, I like seeing, I like seeing chronological cause I don't like, I used to love when Instagram was chronological because then you could kind of see everything as it came in. And it wasn't just like this favoritism towards certain content. I mean, the algorithm's good in some sense. Like, don't show me everything. But yeah. I mean, I still kind of want to see stuff as it's coming in, new stuff, at least. Yeah. You know, don't. And that's where post notifications, all that kind of stuff comes in. If you sign up for people's post notifications, you can actually see anything they post. But that's like the only way.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I had to turn a bunch of those off. I had them set on for a couple, like, vintage toy resellers, and they would just pop off one day.
1: Oh, those people, those people go nuts with those claim sales. Yeah, I've done that before, too. (laughs) Never again. i turned that... He'll be waking you up in the middle of the
0: night, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Going <laughs> so I, yeah, I try not to do that unless it's like vomiting droids. I have his post notifications on because his, like, I uh, his Ewoks. I love them, and that's the only way I can get them is if I have it on so that, like, once he posts about those Ewoks, I get dinged.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's definitely good for some things, you know, you, you like to see you like to keep up with certain people, especially yeah. if it's something you want to claim. You want to claim when they when they have a drop or something, you know, so.
0: absolutely. So tell me, making a mutant is growing still. I see it growing. I see more artists being added all the time. Catch me up on making a mutant.
1: So we're over 30 artists. We just recently had a guy because we, we talked about in the last live. but We didn't have anybody from Asia and we just recently got a guy from Japan. So that that's pretty cool uh zamun 08 is in japan in tokyo and uh he's joined in or whatever and that's been kind of interesting because we're all kind of using like google translate in our in our like in our group chat (laughs) like even a few people have posted like the symbols and then translated them or you know and i'm just like oh wow it's pretty cool man it really is to work with this many people all over the place because like I'm up at like 4 a.m. every day because I, w- I go to work early. I start at six every day, so like I'll be awake when a lot of these people are like live and active on Instagram overseas. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's kind of cool because I can just get up and immediately be having a conversation, yeah, with whoever on the other side of the world or like, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty cool and. So we got over 30 people and I mean, people obviously occasionally have too much going on and they'll sit out around or they'll be like, okay, I'll come back next round or whatever. But the one we're currently doing is round 10. And we just, we just crossed our one year anniversary for making a mutant on April 26th. I think it was, we did our very first one. So we've already crossed it. And this next round is going to be kind of like a throwback to the bootleg toy community. We want to do, parts that are interchangeable with you know 3.75 5.5 and obviously our classic figures we already have we might we might throw one of those in also but we want to basically provide some 3d assets or even 3d prints as a giveaway that could be given out to other toy artists that could use these parts and make their own figures so we're calling this round bootleg our bootleg so basically we'll make whatever figure that's based on pop culture, whatever people were inspired to make for this round. And we have two new armatures, a 3.75 armature and a 5.5 like Motu armature. Mm-hmm. And so all these new parts, we're hoping to do like a digital giveaway. If you have a 3D printer, you can print it and you can include it in your one of your figures. As long as you tag and credit the artists, that's really kind of the only criteria we're putting on this. And then hopefully this will maybe give more work to these other digital artists who might want to work with other people or collab with people. Cause I mean, that's what this toy community thing is all about. Right. I mean, it's just about like all of these different connections being made, DM messages, collaborations. I mean, it's just an awesome part of it. It's my favorite part of it. So that's kind of what the goal is for this next round.
0: Yeah. And you guys are on round 10, which is crazy. So if this is the first time that people are hearing from you off the top of your head, can you tell me what each round did?
1: oh it'd be tough so the very first one was full random we just we just chose and we used the you know the ninja turtle punk rocker Donatello. yeah we used that as an armature i just had like a, a 3d stl scan of that file we used that as our armature so you can even see that in the very first view and i think one of the guys um iguana figures he uh he basically uh kept the pose of the boot even the, the pose of the boot like he didn't really change it or go outside of it i don't think it was like clear you know like how we wanted it that you could go outside the lines a little bit but he fought, he used that same boot and like followed it and like made his design but the punk rocker Donatello was the only one that that was like that the rest of them we kind of made an armature um rebel 3D in Spain made a almost like a general Trag style body it's a little bulkier than like the classic general Trag from ninja turtles mm-hmm. So he made the base a little bit stockier, like the feet, you know, kind of bigger platform, so it'll stand well. And that was his big concern, like, are these figures going to stand well? So all of our designs, we tried to, like, create a body type that would be more sturdy for displaying or, you know. So the second round was elements, and that was, like, everybody chose, like, uh, rock, uh, lightning. uh, I don't don't remember what all the elements were, water, fire, you know, like, so that was the theme and everybody in nature. I think I did the the head of that one. It was like a deer, like a deer with antlers or whatever. Yeah. And that was supposed to be nature. And yeah, that was the second one. Third one. I think we did mechanical versus, versus organic. So it was basically one team did all a mechanical theme. mutant. everybody does their own part. Then the organic one, same thing. So, just kind of narrowing down a theme. I mean, I honestly would have been fine with full random the whole time, but a lot of these guys wanted to follow like some sort of theme. So then, you know, I think as we went further, we had uh, the fourth one, I think, was Kaiju versus Mecha, which is honestly in my mind kind of similar to organic versus yeah. mechanical, anyways. But we, but it was all like it was that was one of my favorite rounds because it was, I think. Bastards of the Multiverse had, like, the, the foot crushing the Ninja Turtle van. Yeah. So you could feel the scale. And then Gorehounds in California did, like, this awesome, like, bus weapon. It was like a school bus with, like, a launcher coming through it. So, like, everybody kind of gave it the, the proper scale to, to give you the feel that these were just massive creatures like Kaiju, yeah. you know? So that was a very cool round. After that, I think we did... F is for Frankenstein um, with Lab Monkey. And that was a fun one. DeFoot Toys, that was the part that stood out to me. DeFoot Toys in Portugal is two guys. Um, they did both heads on the Frankenstein. You know uh, both sides had like a sculpt into it. Mm-hmm. I think they each did like half. And they they kind of all, a lot of the repeats throughout all the rounds they've done, they've all kind of like, one will do like one part, one will do the other of the same figure, of the same part of a figure. So it's kind of interesting to see their parts. And let me see if I can bring up this page that will show me everything because I'm not I'm not going to remember everything here. It's been too many of them to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> uh, six was this was the foot toys they chose. This was mutant Santa versus Krampus. Yep, that one was a lot of fun. I mean, like they yeah the Krampus figure was pretty sick. Gorehounds did the head of that I remember. Um, yeah that trying to think what the next oh we did we did a chess set so this didn't follow any armature the chess set was just like everybody sculpted their own piece everybody did like you know obviously the pawns were all the same the but everybody did like a different chess piece Mm -hmm. we followed like a base and like a volume that rebel 3d in spain once again made that everybody could follow so that was that was pretty neat we did the after that was apocalyptico which is the show honestly that's inspired all of it i always tell lab monkey i'm like man i love what you and uh the angry beast have done with these like art shows and so that was honestly something i was so excited to do and those turned out freaking awesome if you haven't seen the ones we did for that definitely check it out the uh, what
0: is this master the darkest corners of our earth. On, digital sculptors Choosing body parts
1: and combining them in unnatural ways. (laughs) They are making a mutant! Join us, the evolving group of worldwide toy makers, as we collaborate in digital sculpting and making a mutant on Instagram!
0: Making a mutant on Instagram.
1: (laughs) Join making a mutant on Instagram, a digital sculpting toy collab. It was like two different mutants, a bunch of different sidekicks. We had one group of two guys do a car also. It was like like we started doing vehicles in that round. Ambassadors of the multiverse did this crazy like uh cross between like the Ghostbusters car and the uh what the heck is it from mad max the freaking tall like
0: oh like diesel truck yeah
1: like mad mad max fury road i can't think of the name of it he's gonna be mad that i can't think of it but that that car specifically he did and he printed all this out bastards of the multiverse has been like a constant like putting it all in that more horrific like two guys that are always like stretching like full out for this project yeah um I mean, everybody kind of goes above and beyond and a lot of the guys will be like, yeah, I'll do an extra part. If somebody has to drop out or somebody has something going on in their life and they can't do their part, we'll have more horrific. Normally we'll do seriously. Like I I feel like the guy sculpted more parts than anybody in the group, whenever that happens. So, I mean, that's, it's a good, solid team of guys. And a lot of the guys have been in it from the very beginning and not missed like a round, like more Mm -hmm. horrific from Texas. Um, Gorehounds, I think has to set up this next round, but but uh, he's been in every round before that, trying to think. Epoxy Crusader's been in most all of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's really cool because the, the last few lives we did, we actually got to meet a lot of these people we've never seen faces of, you know? Like a lot of these yeah. people we've been chatting up for for over a year in this group chat, all of a sudden you get you get to put a face to the name and get to, get to meet a lot of the artists. So that last live we did, we met like all the guys from South America, all the guys from Spain and we had a poxy crusader on as like translator. And he, you know, it was, it was wild. Like we had like all these guys and they were just, you know, just chatting it up. We were doing like half Spanish, half English. And it was, it was just really awesome to, to get to hear from them after, you know, just chatting in English, you know, you get to see like everything. And the round that really brought that together was the uh, food fighters, which I don't remember who suggested the idea for food fighters, but, you know like that food line from the 90s right yeah i can't think of what it's called but like it's like all the like different food objects as toys yeah and i mean that on top of like mcdonald's toys i mean i did a mcdonald's nugget because i was like i'd seen enough art shows i think you just did one right with with dano brown right and that was that was really neat to see so i was like i wanted to do a nugget toy but now that I saw what everybody else did, I was like, I did mine all wrong. Like I saw that <laughs> everybody else was doing like foods from their home country. Like I think it was ba- Michael Bozada did some sort of like deep fried, like thing that's specific to Ecuador. And it's like, you know, food like that, it's, it's like, it's, it, that was so cool. And I didn't even expect it. Yeah. But that was the first round that we did. that everybody could kind of culturally represent themselves and that was honestly where you just sat back and you were just like wow this is just a really this is just this just became that much more dimensional and and awesome for people to to observe people to observe or people to uh participate in because it's like it's the blending of cultures it's it's like uh i don't know just i can't even put it to words really it's just like an incredible thing to do or an incredible thing to get to meet these people and work with these people who wake up at different times than you, you know, or go to work in completely different places, live in villages on the other side of the world, or live in live in a city, and maybe live a completely different lifestyle somewhere else. That's just yeah. a crazy thought to me.
0: Yeah, you guys are doing something that um, I love because I it's something else that I can point to, like toys on tap interviews people from all of, all over the world, but it's a one time thing. But making a mutant works with people all over the world. Every time there's a new round that's happening, every time there's a new round, there's the possibility of 30 people coming in and working on that project. And that it's intense.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's honestly become the most intense is, is figuring out all the parts. Because at the last minute, I'll be getting like everybody's part at the very last minute. All these emails start rushing in with 3D files, and I'm trying to bring them into my iPad, trying to make sure they're scaled properly to the whatever – Make sure they don't have holes in the mesh, whatever. And then I have to send them over to bastards, who's going to take and articulate. Which this next round we're trying to do a little bit differently. I'm trying to kind of set up basically a bunch of keys in nomad where I can cut and slice without having to do too much. And he kind of already had that set up in ZBrush. So that was something he always did, but I can tell with his life, he, you know, is getting to a place where like, maybe he doesn't have the time to do all that articulation for so many figures. Cause we just did four figures last time, yeah, which was like four, four times six, you know, that was how many people we had, you know, or maybe some person had to sculpt an extra leg or an arm. But overall, I mean, through the, through this project, we've had over 30 different people and a lot of them have been the same consistent group, just continually, project after project, which is, it's, it's a good pace set too. You know, I didn't want to do it like where it's every two weeks and it's like this stress in your life. Yeah. Good month, month and a half out is like a, is like a casual date that you can manage. And most all these guys do them the last minute anyways, but it's like, you need that break. You need that break. I mean, there's a few guys that put them in early. Like I think Altrez day always says is in like, like the next day I'm like, dude like (laughs) yeah that's like quick he'll sculpt it out he'll send it in and he does a lot of stuff on his own cults 3d too and like i was like thinking about it's crazy to me some of these artists how much they actually do and then they still participate in this like epoxy crusader is a perfect example the the guys in like a hundred different local art shows in mexico city and or even in i think i just saw one where he was down in another part in south america and he was he met up with iguana figures and he was like they had put his toy in some art show down there, like an art toy show. And I was like, and he, got, he went over to like Japan and did like the gacha gacha machines where they dispense the toys. Have you seen those?
0: Yeah, they're insane. He he showed them on, uh, we brought them on a live for the Bootleg Marketplace and he showed me and showed everyone what they look like. They're insane. They're absolutely insane.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I and I relate back to, I think one of the episodes before you talked about which I think is a shared idea is the idea of having, you said vending machines where you can dispense each body part from the mutants yeah. that we've made and, and basically build a figure, which honestly, that would be really cool. If there's like a, a quarter turn machine with just arms and a quarter turn machine with, yep. obviously you might pay whatever more price, but we just give you the tokens to pick whichever ones you want. Yeah. Turn, turn the thing and spit out your figure. And honestly, that's a great idea. I was thinking more so in terms of like a website where you could just like flick through and like pick your body parts from all the ones because most all of our armatures are exactly the same, where you can just like mix and match parts or even scale things. I mean, with 3D stuff, you can scale stuff and adjust stuff to work with anything. I mean, you could scale any of our parts to fit on a 3.75 figure, you could scale anything to fit on a 5.5 figure. I mean, it's everything is pretty, you know, ma- manipulatable.
0: Something that I'm interested in when I look at making a mutant, and, and maybe this um, is something that you all have done that I haven't seen, is if you have, um, like, if there has been a... So the original one was the the guy with the fish head, correct? Yes. Yeah, love Yeah. That Foxy, one.
1: Foxy did that fish head.
0: Uh, I love that figure. It was the most... Um, playmatey thing I've ever seen when it first came out. It was like this fits in that world and it was nice. And um, I I remember getting one printed. I painted it up. Has the group as a whole decided that there is painted ones that like these are the colors of the characters? If you want to match it, this is what it's supposed to look like. If not, you paint it up the way that you want. Has that happened yet?
1: No, not necessarily. I think everybody kind of did their own versions and we were kind of excited to see different versions. So so one thing we're starting to do now with the most current rounds is trying to do digital coloring and rendering with our stuff because it it just looks better to people, at least for just the first reveal. And then obviously you could print it and paint it, which gives you a physical object, which is obviously going to get more attention than just some digital like clay that, that gives you like a silhouette of an object um so that's one thing we're really starting to try and emphasize more is that have everybody in the group kind of learn how to do some little bit of digital coloring so we can just apply colors and obviously whatever you choose is whatever you choose i mean we're not really we don't really artistically direct anything other than we give you maybe a parameter this is the size we kind of want it this is the armature try to follow this and then it's up to your creative expression. I mean that and honestly, I think that always yields the best results in just about any art form, in my opinion, is just allowing the artist to kind of do what they're gonna do mm-hmm. and don't try and hinder or or put too many rules on it. You know what I mean? Like I think that Thursday night, 7 p.m. YouTube live, it's Toys Live. Toys Live Toys Live toys, toys Alive. There's way Cool. Artist unboxing. No Accounts under a thousand followers. What? Art out there for thirty bucks or less. Collector spotlight. Ooh, collect your spot. Current upcoming shows and drops. Zero. Giveaways. What? Short chats with artists. All right, <laughs> 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 news from the hood. One hundred percent indie, all the time. That's, That's toys, toys Live. Toys <laughs> Thursday nights, seven PM PST. YouTube live. That has so far has been. I feel like each round has gotten more and more interesting and the figures have gotten better and better. And that's what uh, the group is kind of all kind of agreed on. in the group chat is that the figures are getting better every time. I mean, we might have like a theme, but that's roughly it. You know, I think the apocalyptic O one, everybody went wild. Like there was some great designs bootleg toy company you just had on, uh, he did the toxic crusaders type leg and, um, rebel 3d his part stood out to me the most in that round was like this this crazy like beetle head with like a gas mask like built into it and i was like man that is just wild and like and he'll he'll send me like some of these guys will send me like oh this is my sketch this is my rough sketch of what i'm gonna do and i'm like yeah man i can't wait to see it you know like for the most part we try to keep everything secret nobody really knows what other people are doing so it keeps it like fully blind to everyone else what's going on but in in the end, I feel like the synchronicities that kind of occur after everybody's made these parts are crazy. Like even the one that had the Toxic Crusader stuff, like two or three of the people did Toxic Crusader stuff in that round. and It all kind of meshed together. Right. So not knowing what the other people are doing, it's almost like there is like this collective creative mind that's kind of binding everything and like somehow – the universe is kind of like clicking yeah. for these things to kind of work. It's it's really wild because I have a few people that when they first hear the concept of what we're doing, they're like, "Okay, so should I do this? Is this okay? Is this okay?" I'm like, "Look, I was like, you cannot concern yourself with like how this might turn out." I was like. <laughs> if something needs to be adjusted at the end, we will do it. You know what I mean? If something's going to like brush up against another part or something, we'll, we'll make a few little adjustments, but I mean, most of the time it works out great, but a few people can't let go completely in that sense (laughs) with like, you don't have to let go creatively and just be like, nah, you don't have to have so many rules and parameters. You can just do something and it's going to turn out great. We haven't had a bad one yet in my opinion. Like they've all turned out unique and awesome. So.
0: Yeah. And what's, crazy as each one that has come out there's always one that kind of sticks in my head one piece of it which is cool so with the the ones that i can think off the top of my head with the original one it was the punk rock leg like it, it fit it was like it gave me nostalgia and paintability it was great um the in the mech one there was this like toaster head that yes he did like it. yeah so good <laughs> Um, in the element one I think it was the tornado weapon
1: that was bastards he did yeah. a tornado weapon
0: like that one was great um in another one it was the iguana like western sidekick thing
1: that was that was the elements round also he did he had water and he chose to do an iguana yeah and, and he did a few different that, he did two different ones there was that one and then there was the one with like the western gunfield but he also did just like a basic one I kind of like to look up too but I don't think we posted it like so uh, good. he did like what one... yeah i mean the guys in this group literally blow me away every single time i'm always just like holy cow like especially some of these guys that have been using zbrush for 10 15 years like right they're just insane they're just insane like i'm a newbie i'm a newbie to 3d stuff like so are a few guys are just newbies but we don't really discriminate against what your skill set is like we just want to make something creative and i mean if somebody makes a semi plain piece somebody else will make a hundred times more complex piece And somehow it always still kind of works. Like, yeah, I think there was a round with the the Santa Claus, Santa Claus versus Krampus. And I think uh, SNZ toys, you did a giveaway with them Mm -hmm. uh, in France, and he did just like the Santa Claus body. And it was just sort of simple design. And then he had like a teddy bear kind of like strapped in like his back. And that was it and it was pretty simple and he goes i think it's good i think it's relatively simple but i think it will go well because i'm guessing everybody else is going to do complex parts and he was right like <laughs> it like it like worked perfect and i was like yeah i was like somehow the universe kind of allows for everything to just kind of mesh well yeah. It's it's crazy it's crazy
0: yeah i keep thinking of all those different pieces because like there's so many different parts of it that are just well designed like there was one where there was a leg that it looked like grimace was holding on to
1: that was more horrific yeah that was uh yeah
0: that was the the fast food so good so good and then the kaiju where he's stepping on the van i remember that one um i just like the i here's what's interesting about this whole thing under no amount of stress could i ever come up with some of these ideas Like I don't have the brain power to like start getting that going. But when you get the whole of the internet together, someone can.
1: No. And that honestly, every single time they surprise me because I'm always like struggling to come up with an idea and I might come up with something at the last minute and I might, I might have one or two that like really click. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. I know I have a great idea for this one, but a lot of times you'll have like writer's block of what you're going to sculpt. And, but a lot of these guys, I'm like, man, I was like, they're like, they're like keyed in like they know yeah. what to do like they have like these great ideas like i think the krampus one my very first my very favorite thing from the christmas one was uh Roltron from spain mm-hmm. he did like this kid snatcher it was like this it was like this pole with like the snatcher and it was like a young kid getting like snatched and it was like it was like the most brilliant thing i was like oh my god like these guys like they always think of great stuff and, and roll trend from spain he does like the most amazing like digital renders like the coloring is like amazing like i'm trying to think like the most recent one the food fighters he did like the nacho body yeah. of like the main one and it had, like just so many layers of cheese and and jalapenos and and like a skull embedded in there and i was like man this is just insane and, and we're always adding people i mean like there'll be somebody that will just share somebody else's work in the group chat they'll be like oh did you check out this guy's work i'm like all right well just message them just send them a dm and see if they want to do it and most everybody says yes i mean most i mean maybe one or two people are like oh i'm too busy i have too much stuff going i can't do it but right. i mean most everybody we ask is like wow that's a really cool idea yeah i'd love to join love to join in and, and so yeah zamoon so uh oh eight in tokyo like I think Epoxy Crusader sent me one of his things. And I was like, holy cow. Like that like has like the Playmates Ninja Turtles feel. Like he did like a figure on his page that's very similar to like a Muckman. And I traded him for like one of my files that I made for one for this one that he made because I was like, I really want to print this thing out. It looks it looks almost like a combination with like Muckman, maybe like the forest, like mushrooms, like, yeah. like kind of that vibe, 100%. And he like nailed the Playmates theme. You had like the skeleton showing in the body. Like, it's just like the most intense, like sculpt, you know, like, and yeah, whenever I see somebody like this, it's like immediately, yep. DM sent, like, would you like to participate? Blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> so I'm always good. so excited when they, I'm always so excited when they say yes. Cause it's like, yes, yeah, so now we're just going to have that much more interesting stuff coming in, you know, yeah. to make these figures like even more exciting or, you know, off the, off the charts.
0: So tell me about we've talked a little bit about a giveaway that's coming up some stuff that you're going to work with different toy scene tell me about what's going on
1: So this so this current round we were going to have be this this Friday was going to be which would be the 19th I know this is going to release probably a week after right
0: Uh this coming Monday it'll release
1: uh, Yeah this coming Monday so it's actually going to be another week after this most people in the round this time are having I don't know. It seemed like everybody had life stuff going on and we had a few people drop out and we had a few people say, oh, if you gave me another week, we could get this, I could get it done. So that, that, the completion date for this bootleg, your own bootleg round, is going to be a week later. And from there, it's going to be, you know, obviously articulation is going to be a chore and then we can get these things printed and offer them as a giveaway for our one year. And that is the goal is to, at least do the most current round because I think that's the most important because we want people to use these in their figures. We want Mm. people to bootleg with these or combine them into a 3.75. So I might offer like a few different articulation styles or I can even, we can even take and pre-cut the magnet holes. If you tell us the size of your magnet, there's like a common size everybody uses for, because I don't make a lot of figures like that. Or if there's, I know some people use the Glios pins, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: the, the Glios pegs. So I actually have some Glios, So I could take a set of calipers, measure that, and make sure that, you know, somebody could stick a Glios peg into our resin print. Yeah. Or however, however they want to do it. Like we could figure it out. And if people really want to use one of these parts, I'll try and be there to help figure out how to make it work because we want to we want more people to know about this project. We want more people to get involved with this project and we want like to give something back to the toy community. So honestly is the biggest goal of this and and maybe we'll do a giveaway for some of the other rounds like maybe some favorites i don't know if we can do all of them i'm i'm gonna have a window here in june where i can use my resin printers um and that i can help print i know bootleg toy company said he could help print some he's got you know a saturn which you know a elegoo saturn it's a pretty good size build plate you could probably print a figure or two on each plate for each you know four or five hour print so mm-hmm. it shouldn't take too long to do maybe maybe half a dozen figures maybe like a couple of days of printing you know what i mean yeah. so i mean but there is yeah if, if it's one of the classic figures i honestly think it's best if we use some of bastards uses this stuff called tenacious and i've seen other yeah. resin printer guys use this and that definitely helps with the flexibility and it kind of keeps stuff from being so brittle or snapping so that's definitely a good tip for anybody who's doing resin printing Add, a, add like 30% tenacious resin to your resin printer. And that will help with flexibility and hopefully make it a little more durable and not break as easy for people that don't want to use like mechanical magnets or, or yeah. whatever, you know what I mean? There there's other options. And one of my favorite combinations is actually using PLA articulation for like the figures we've been doing with the classic armature. Print that leg tree, like the classic Ninja Turtles leg tree, like the center body part and the, the spot where the ball sockets would go on the legs, mm-hmm. which that's bastards of the multiverse, like special, uh, uh, it's like his patent pending, you know, yeah. <laughs> for, for, for joint design, which I mean, to be honest, it, it's like the most brilliant thing because it can work with resin print and you don't have mm-hmm. to have like a soft vinyl to be able to click over that ball joint. He's got like a special slot design that could twist on and you've seen it. You've got, the, mm-hmm. you've got one of the figures. So that, honestly is what we're trying to do if we can do so i don't have a date set exactly but like i said once we do we'll we'll have to share that date and do an actual post for this but it's coming soon we're gonna try and get this done sooner rather than later and i think probably unpainted and i'd like to see whoever wins them hopefully if they win maybe they could paint it you know what i mean or a combination maybe we'll do a couple that are painted but i mean it's a big ask of somebody to ask them to like hand paint all these figures from all the rounds to do a giveaway it's just a big ask yeah maybe if we had a few different people doing them it'd be one thing you know what i mean but to ask one guy to like, hey you paid 30 figures for this giveaway and be like nah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at least give resin prints and and maybe people could use the ones from this current round in their in their new designs that's mm-hmm. what we want to see
0: Which is incredible. Uh, there, I mean, one of the dream, we've all talked about it where it's like to have all of these out. My dream is to make this a real toy company. Like I, from the outside looking in, my dream is that this blows up that a Kickstarter something runs that this becomes the toy company of the future. Um,
1: yeah, honestly, that's, that's kind of, I mean, that's a dream for sure. I mean, I'd love if that could be the scenario. Um, I mean, I've got lots of hopes and ideas for how this could be done. With, I'm hoping stateside in my mind. I want to do yeah. injection molding. I watched enough craftsman videos to get inspired to want to make my own injection molding machine and you know <laughs> mm-hmm. figure out a way to work with some of these even recycled plastics. I think that I'm sure you have you heard of Greasy Creeps. Yep. I think he's the first one. I, he's the first one I saw doing it, and I was like, man, I would really love to do what he's doing, like recycled. Plastic toys, you know, even if they're just like marbled HDPE too, like you know, like your laundry and milk jugs, you marble that in different colors and then inject it into a mold, and you've got your almost like a marbled resin figure, but marbled plastic, and that would be interesting to see. I, I don't know how that's going to turn out with recycled plastic. I don't know, if virgin plastic is going to be like a better choice, but mm-hmm. you got to try. I mean, there's so much, there's there's so many plastics that we just throw away and it would be a good thing to at least try and see if it could work you know maybe you got to clean out the, the the laundry jug and rinse it out really well or yeah. whatever but if that would work that would be epic and that's something that's on the docket for something i would love to try and i mean if it could be produced stateside it would be like a game changer because everybody else has to wait like you know months for this to be produced steel molds to be produced overseas and yeah and you're, you're looking at like a year out for any figure but imagine you have everything right there imagine imagine you had like whatever accessories or whatever already in lo- aluminum i think aluminum or brass would be cheaper or easier to do tooling for than steel you could do like a lost wax casting of those parts have molds ready to go have all your machines set up where you can just do a pull stay apart somebody's like oh could you just do this yep we interrupted this broadcast of toys on top to bring you this meanwhile in galaxy of loot like treasures
0: dov2 we have engine
1: failure
0: we must crash land on dke toy planet oh my we're doomed wait salvation hooray we're saved dov2 limited edition custom artist-made action figures in DKE Toys.
1: Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog.
0: Ready for custom action figures.
1: DKE. Pull it, send it out. You know what I mean? You yeah. wouldn't have to like wait for it to come for months and months. Or, And it's getting easier and easier. I mean, I don't know if you saw the Craftsman video where he did, uh, it was like the recycled orange pill bottles he made into his little make figures.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So that video really inspired me. I'm like, okay, from now on, don't throw away any orange pill bottles. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And there's no shortage in the
1: U.S. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we are pharmaceutical central. So, yeah, yeah, do not throw away your orange pill bottles. We want to use them to make toys. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly... I mean, I love the craftsman and that's something I am excited to try a lot of the stuff that he's done. And yeah, I'm excited.
0: (laughs) I think, yeah, I've seen the video with his tabletop injection mold or injection machine. Um, I've seen videos on how to make it and how much it costs to get those parts. It's pretty relative, like it's cost effective. It's not crazy. But again, like having those molds made and finding someone who can do all that. stateside is crazy i mean someone i don't know if mile high Safubi of colorado would be able to like point you in the direction um but there is like there is an enticing thing to think about that these could become like real packaged toys like it's so enticing to think that like that is that could be in your future that could or just having these injections yeah
1: I mean, it's definitely on the horizon. I think. I think it's got to happen. I mean, it's just baby steps towards getting the equipment. I mean, I've saved an old vintage drill press. I plan on using for the machine. It's got a really long um, pull that it can do, and so I was like, that'd be perfect because then you could use a pretty good size stainless chamber mm-hmm. for your plastic to melt in. And I was like, obviously, it's going to be a chore to pull this thing, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So obviously, coming up with some sort of pneumatic something rather that could push this on arm down so you don't have to sit here and push this thing you just have a button you could push and the pole comes out you know or yeah. there's got to be i i'm a pretty diy savvy guy like when it comes to like welding woodworking everything like that i'm, a, I'm like a hobbyist in that sense too so i think i think it can be done without well, maybe a little bit of youtube knowledge you know I've, yeah. I've i've definitely watched my share of youtube in my day <laughs> yeah
0: so here's the question out,
1: with, out of youtube
0: <laughs> so here's the question what is the next round for making immune do we know yet
1: no we don't uh this just this most current one it's probably going to be a break to be honest i think everybody's kind of giving me the vibe that we need a break and we did. we only did one other break i think i think it was after like the second or third round when we first started we took month break and then restarted again which is really what we, so it was two months total without doing one. On average, we do one about every month, every mm-hmm. month and a half. So, but we always just kind of throw out ideas at the last minute. Um, you know, like there'll be people that'll be like, oh, what about if we did, like, I think the last, that's how the last one came to be. It was, "Let's we should do fast food or we should do food themed. Mm-hmm. And then everybody, uh, three, four people chime in in the group chat and then, we're, hey, we're doing food yeah but in the beginning we kind of set it up where each person would choose a theme and that was like each person in the group would be like okay you choose it this time you choose it this time and that kind of stopped and it just kind of turned into three or four people throwing an idea and then everybody building off of it and being like yeah we could do this or yeah we can do that so we really don't ever really know until this one comes out once this one comes out everybody will start throwing out ideas in the group chat and then we'll know but um, we generally post this on our website now too. We have like the current round info. So if you wanted to see what the next one is, we should have it up, you know, within like a day or two of after revealing the next, this round, you know, we'll have it up within a day or two on the website. What, what the next theme is or how many people are doing it and wh- who's involved because we'll post like the roster up of who's doing what. Yeah. And it's usually always random. It's just like, and I have like this, like this crazy spreadsheet where i try to keep track of what everyone has done to try and make sure i give people different things every single time so if you've already done a head or an arm or a leg the next time you're getting a torso or you know like i try to it's like this crazy big spreadsheet with like 30 different people and i've got x marks whatever you've done times whatever And <laughs> so it's wild but so far it's been doable because you have like multiple groups so you can always just like. Give this person the head this time, this person the head, blah, 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 down the line. So it's, yeah, it's always just kind of random. That's nice. kind of been the, the theme in general. And this 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 theme itself is full random. We didn't choose a theme. This is yeah. like, so you might see anything and everything in this round. There's no real theme picked.
0: Yeah. And just like your other episodes, you know how this goes That as we approach the end of the podcast you get to plug everything and i know it's going to be so hard trying to remember all the artists hopefully you have a document where you can rattle off all the artists or how you're going to do it so you get yeah man
1: yeah so i'll just read off the people involved in making a mutant first real quick so we have myself bastards of the multiverse epoxy crusader more horrific gore hounds and iguana figures rebel 3d these were the first seven, right? Mm-hmm. So it's all. This is all in chronological order of wh- when these guys were added, and so you can see how long these people have been in this. Uh, Defoot Toys, SNZ Toys, uh, Sir One Collectibles, Arthur Green, Stickamill, Ember Twist, Mister Meno, Headhunters Customs, GDM Originals, Left Hand Freak, Poison, Reclo Toys, Fan Guy Grams, Altrez Day, Bazeta. Anatom Zero, Tad Zombie, Six Six Six, Blood Empire, Roltron, Aaron Fist, Rigorous, Bootleg Toy Company, Digital Horseplay, Bambale- I, I Man, I don't know how to say his name. Bombayero, I think is how you say it. Sorry, I'm not. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> Zomoon 8 and that's that's everybody. That's thirty three people. And so we've these are not people that are always con- contributing, but a good handful of these guys have been in like most of the rounds ever since the beginning.
0: Yeah. Which is incredible. Now you got to plug your stuff. What's coming for you.
1: Okay. So actually I just, I just, this, this is just a fresh idea that I just had or whatever. Cause I was like, well, I was talking to lab monkey once before about wanting to do my own art show. And so I recently had the idea to do one, obviously Ninja turtle theme. Cause my whole Mm -hmm. page is Ninja turtle, everything. And it's going to be on TMNT day next year, which is March 19th. And I've already got quite a few. I mean, I'm pretty, pretty happy to say there's some pretty big names um, that have that have joined. as well as like, I reached out to pretty much every Ninja Turtle customizer I could think of. Like, I mean, there's like a Facebook group, there's different people. And like, there's people that, have, I mean, I followed the hashtags, like we talked about that earlier, about just scrolling through them, like mindlessly. I've looked through like every hashtag anything that really ever caught my eye i've reached out to those people and and hopefully we'll get a custom from all these different people on that day a custom ninja turtle revealed and if anybody wants to participate we're not really you know it's not like a select few or anything like that the poster will probably just include the people that i've invited personally but if anybody wants to join in and and, and make a ninja turtle custom for ninja turtle day next year there's like no like oh you can't join whatever Like, I want to see as many Ninja Turtle customs on this day as possible. So honestly, that is something I'm excited for. I'm going to have one of my artist friends make a poster for it and, you know, try and follow the Lab Monkey number nine format with maybe the live event that kind of shows and goes through them and maybe have a few artists on to kind of talk about their pieces. And it'll be similar to Apocalyptico. And that's kind of what inspired Making a Mutant in the first place. And Making a Mutant will be participating as well. And also anybody who wants in the making of me that wants to do solo pieces like this is just about doing anything Ninja Turtle related mashed up with anything else. That's going to be something that I'm super looking forward to. And anybody's welcome to just jump in rogue and make a custom for it. Right. And I'll have all that stuff on my website where you can just download the little logo you can put in your post. Like in the corner of, you know, how Apocalyptico has a little logo you put in your image. So I'll have all that up on my website. <clears throat> and other than that I have something I'm kind of excited for um I'm helping the craftsman with this figure uh so I don't know if you saw his most recent video he did uh this five point articulation figure that he made was sampling other action figures he did like these molds he made on like classic vintage figures he tried to take like the best of every vintage figure to make this cool awesome five point action figure he had this figure scanned and I was in his page. I'm in his Patreon. I recently joined and uh, I reached out to him. And I said, hey, I would love to help you with the because he was going to just offer the file, I think, of the scan. And I said, I'd love to help you articulate this and make this so, it you know, it can like be a little more durable or offer maybe a few different articulation types, both pegs that will work well with PLA or swivels that will work better with resin. So I'm going to do a few different ones for that. And that's going to be coming out soon. I've got most of the cleanup done on the digital file that he sent me. And I still have to do a little bit of the articulation. And then that's going to be sent out to his Patreon supporters. So if you want that file, you got to join the Craftsman's Patreon. There you go. So I'll plug him. I mean, I love the Craftsman. I love everything he does. He's super supportive of the toy community. The guy, like, gives so much. So
0: yeah,
1: I love everything he does. So I'm um, happy to help him with that. And... Let's see. Other than that, I mean, I'm hoping to continue to do YouTube videos. I started my YouTube uh, Dimension X toy. I think it's youtube.com slash at Dimension X Toys. Mm -hmm. I recently started putting a few tutorials on there. I don't really have much up on there yet. I have like three or four videos, I think. But hopefully, hoping to continue to do the Nomad Sculpt tutorials for people. So people who want to just try a digital sculpting app. I'm telling you, if you've used like Procreate or you've used any of these apps on the iPad pro, like it's really similar. It's not going to be that much of a reach to try and like learn how to navigate in nomad and give it a shot. I recommend just taking a ball of clay and just molding it up and just messing with just that. Don't even mess with any of the other crazy tools at first. Just start with that and see what you can come up with. And YouTube after that, I mean like three or four, three or four YouTube videos, you'll really be off to the races. And other than that, I mean, we got Making a Mutant. We're always doing every month, month and a half. We have everything up on our website, making a Um, I mean, other than that, I think I think that's about it. I mean, dimensionxtoys.com, I have some stuff on there, but mostly I'm active on Instagram. Everything yes. like collabs I'm doing. Oh, I do have some collabs coming up too. Uh, with more horrific and possibly bootleg toy company might be joining in. Um, We're doing, we've done our, we've already done a few. I was talking about earlier that Star Wars mashup with Ninja Turtles. And so we did like the, the Casey Jones and deep dish pizza, carbonite, whatever. And I did the Don DeLorean, which I still haven't finished. But now that I know how to use Nomad better, I've been re going through that and redoing my sculpt and redoing lighting and making like a good render for it. And I have all the parts I'm doing with that. And then I've got this, next one i have not released yet hopefully soon is going to be you know like the uh the hoth the hoth mm-hmm. like ice i did uh leonardo as as uh luke with like his lightsaber mm-hmm. is i mean all other people have done luke and leo together but nobody's done the hoth one so i was like it's fair game and i had the scan for my buddy next sunday ad of the the uh you know the winter ninja turtle with like the winter gear on donatello yeah. I don't know if many people have seen that figure. It's kind of a rare figure. But anyways, I had a scan of that, and I kind of used that as the base mesh where I kind of just manipulated everything and changed basically everything. But I like working with scans because it gives you the scale Mm -hmm. of like a Ninja Turtle, all the proportions, your hand size, everything like that. So I'll use a scan or whatever to start with, and it makes it a lot easier. Um, and that's another thing for people if they want to get into nomad sculpting, like get a few files off Thingiverse. It's like a free website. You can get free STLs. You can just mess around with stuff that's existing and or, or get stuff off Cult3D. Buy, buy like a file of something you like and then just kind of manipulate it or change it or add something to it. bash it digitally. That's something that's always fun. And I'm going to do a video on that coming up digital kit bashing that's that's pretty much it i mean always follow my instagram dimension X toys that's really where i post everything i'm doing and hopefully those collab posts will be coming up soon with the star wars stuff
0: i'm stoked thank you for coming on sharing it all i can't wait to plug making a mutant and your work all week and i can't wait until the giveaway comes up so we can figure out how to post uh, I, about it
1: i also have to mention again thank you for all you've been doing because that bootleg toy market thing i really love it i mean i i love seeing like i even scored something on it i think i got one of barrio boba's uh uh tuscan raiders there you go i was like i was like wow i was like this is just great like i mean you taking the extra time to like just throw support to all these artists is super honorable and it's it's well appreciated by the toy community